Welcome back to The Inner Athlete. This is episode number 16. And today's episode, I am just so fired up from a weekend of being around a room of people via Zoom, um, just all willing to make an impact on this world in a way that a lot of people don't understand because we're just so saturated by people promising things and actually delivering something in the exact opposite of what that person really wants. And so today's topic is simple. It's a question. Is dieting making you fat? Now that sounds pretty freaking weird, right? Why do people go on diets? They want to lose weight. So why would I start off my podcast with a question asking you, is diet making you fat? Well, because it's the truth in a roundabout way. Now, first of all, before I even kind of go and unpack this a little bit, What does it take to gain weight or lose weight, gain fat, lose fat? We have to have a calorie deficit. And the role of most diets is to put you in some form of calorie deficit by some means. So you should be seeing results. So if that's the case, why are the diets causing weight gain? And that's what I'm here to kind of unpack. Now, what exactly is a diet? I'm not talking about a general diet. I'm not talking about We all live and eat some form of a diet. Everything you put in your mouth is part of your diet. But I'm talking about specific dietary protocols, such as things like maybe it's the carnivore diet, uh, even a vegan diet, if it's not for a specific reason. Um, If if maybe it's a ketogenic diet, the South Beach diet, the Atkins diet, um, any kind of diet you can think think of. There's so many diets out there. When they're generated towards causing or causing weight loss is what I'm specifically looking at. The cabbage soup diet, the grapefruit diet. I mean, I could go on. You can go on Google and type in dietary protocols. You're going to come up a gazillion different ways to lose body fat. So why are they why are they causing weight gain? Well, here are some of the problems with a lot of the dietary protocols you're going to find. A lot of them start off with a huge restriction in calories. Many of them will have like a a preliminary, like seven to 14 day, you know, clean it out, get everything out of your system, whether they call it the detox phase or whatever. Um, But they typically are going to be eliminating a ton of calories from your diet. And even if they don't incorporate some form of uh, preliminary or, you know, initial like detoxification process, maybe they are eliminating a specific food group. And that's already going to eliminate a huge source of your calories. So one of the main reasons why these diets are failing is that they're taking from a people who are probably in some form of calorie surplus based on their maintenance level calories and bringing them into a huge calorie deficit, essentially shocking the system, taking a nice warm body and putting it in an ice bath. How long is that body going to last in that ice bath before they want out? So that's one of the main problems with these dietary protocols. And for some people who are driven, motivated, They can last there for, you know, two, four, six, maybe eight to 12 weeks before things start to kind of get really uncomfortable, whether it be from a mental aspect, a physiological aspect, or a psychological aspect, or a combination, emotional aspect. But things are going to start to not go so well. One of the things that's going to happen is your metabolism is going to begin to adapt. So that person who was nice and warm now in the ice cold pool, they really wanted to get out, but they stayed in and now they're so numb, they can't feel anything. Okay, that's metabolic adaptation. They don't even have any way to know what's going on at that point. They just know that now things aren't working so well. So 
non-exercise activity, your, your rate of movement throughout the day slows down. Even your exercise activity might not be as well. You might be underperforming a little bit. Sleep gets a little bit disrupted. Maybe even stress levels are higher. You know, your body, you're just not as productive as you used to be. Suddenly you're searching for the easy way to get through your day because you just don't have as much energy available. Cravings start to come in, irritability. And then before you know it, that low calorie diet becomes, you decide to go out for dinner one night and try a little bite of something. And suddenly it's like, oh my gosh, that tasted so good. And it spirals you into some kind of a binge that now you feel guilty for the next day. And you're like, shoot, I got to get back on track. Suddenly it's hard to get back on track. Or maybe you do get right back on track. And then a week later, you're in the same situation. So one of the main reasons why diets fail is that they're an extreme measure. They're not meant for long-term sustainability. And most people who have fat loss goals need to understand that those goals do not happen in 30 days, often not even in 60 days, often maybe not even in 90 days. I'm talking six to nine months for true changes. And for some of you with over 20 pounds to lose, that might look more like 12 to 18 months. There's a lot of things that we can do that are going to make your diet much more effective. I called it the diet, but your nutrition much more effective without going to extremes. And that's often why people end up getting that rebound weight gain. They go from being in a huge calorie deficit, metabolically adapted to where now they're burning less calories to eating in a huge calorie surplus because now their body is burning less calories. So now the calories they're taking in are causing more weight gain than it used to before they even started the diet. They've downregulated their metabolism, they've downregulated their metabolism, and now their body requires less calories. But now they're starving. So hopefully you can understand how that makes sense a little bit. The other reason why dieting protocols tend to not work is it kind of piggybacks onto that is understanding how fat loss and fat gain actually work. When we lose fat, we're not actually getting rid of fat cells. We're actually just shrinking them. So pretend you have a, a grape and you dry it out, it becomes a prune or a raisin. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, a raisin, because a plum would become a prune. Um, or even like a piece of uh, steak, that you're going to dehydrate and turn into beef jerky. Essentially, that's what happens to your fat cells when you lose fat. They shrink, they shrivel. When you gain weight, they swell. So think about rehydrating something. Maybe it's a piece of dry pasta that now you're going to turn into a cooked piece of pasta. Maybe you're going to rehydrate that piece of beef jerky, or you're going to rehydrate something. You know, that would be rehydrating. Or maybe you want to think of it like a sponge. When it gets dry, it gets shriveled up. And then when you add water to it, it swells and expands. That's what happens when you gain fat. What people don't understand is that also when you gain fat, fat cells actually multiply. So we get more fat cells every time we add more fat to our body. And so that's really important for you guys to understand because every time you yo-yo, and you're making it easier for your body to put on more fat because now you have more fat cells to swell. So now that's why you end up gaining more weight. It's why it's easier to gain weight because now you have more of them to fill. So if, the, if these are all repercussions of dieting, 
Why do we keep going after diets? We want results. We want them now. We want to know what we have to do to change our bodies. We want to feel better. We want to like the way we look in the mirror. And so when we see a testimonial with somebody who looks something like we did, and we want to look like their after picture, we go for it. Fullheartedly. I get it. I totally understand. I'm a coach, but I've also been there. But what I'm here to tell you is that there's a better way. And and this is where dieting goes wrong and where eating will go 100% in the opposite direction of wrong. My main focus when I start my clients is teaching them what to eat and how to eat. First and foremost, whether your goal is fat loss, building muscle, or just staying the same and feeling healthy, the quality of your food should be dialed in. And this is something that some diets do somewhat get right. Something like the paleo diet, based on a very whole food approach, even vegan, vegetarian diets, often, if applied appropriately, are based on a very whole food, micronutrient-based, vitamin and mineral-based food groups. Those types of things are a great start. Restricting specific food groups isn't necessary unless you have a reason why you can't eat them. And that's where we can talk about special dieting protocols and stuff like that. But what these diets don't teach you is what does it look like to eat a healthy meal? And most people don't even know what their bodies need. So when it comes to losing weight, like I I mentioned, or gaining weight, calories matter. The amount of calories you take in are going to be either going to maintain your weight if they're equal. If they're over your calorie maintenance, you're going to gain weight. Under, it's going to cause you to lose weight. The makeup of those calories is what's going to keep you healthy, satisfied, feeling good, optimizing the way your body feels. Guys, your body needs to be in a good place to be able to lose fat. So if you're burning the candle by cutting out all your carbs while going to CrossFit six days a week, and you're wondering why your weight loss is stalled, chances are your body is like, hey, you're not feeding me enough. Like the last thing I care about is your thruster time or your thruster weight. So it's important for you guys to understand that learning how much your body needs is important. From there, the not so sexy part of this is most of us are black and white. We want to go all in. Just give me everything right now. And that's great but you got to know what you're going all in on and you're not going all in on putting the warm body in the ice bath. You're going all in on the steps needed to lose body weight, lose body fat. And that's a 10 to 20% decrease from your current intake. But what if you don't know what your current intake is? Well, we should probably start there. So starting by building some meals, balanced meals, learning what it looks like to eat whole foods in moderation And then making a 10 to 20% change in that. Down to lose weight, up to gain weight. What comes next? Checking biofeedback. How are you feeling? How's your energy levels? How's your performance in the gym? How's your hunger levels? Digestion going okay? Are you using the bathroom? All of that stuff matters. You've got to keep yourself healthy long-term in order to lose weight. I want to know which dietary approach you're doing that's asking you all of those things. I want to know which dietary protocol is looking at your stress levels throughout the day or how your body tolerates carbohydrates 
or what time of more in the morning you're working out and what your workout looks like looking at your effort. No dietary protocol is going to do that. You've got to understand that stuff and how to apply it to yourself. No plug for coaching, but that's where coaching comes in. So there's a system to it and it takes steps. So the first one is looking at your food quality. Are you taking in, in enough micronutrients? First and foremost, then it's looking at food quantity. Are you taking in enough macronutrients, AKA, are you getting in enough protein to support your lean body mass? Are you getting in enough carbohydrates to fuel your workouts to make sure you're getting in enough carbohydrates to feel satisfied throughout the day? Keep your energy levels up. And are you getting in enough fats for hormone function? What are your daily habits like? Are you eating out all the time? Are you having a hard time controlling what you're eating because you're eating out all the time? All those things are red flags for me as a coach that we need to address some lifestyle issues. Sustainable goals require sustainable, sustainable changes. And so if I told you when you start on day one, you're never going to eat out a day again, you're never going to eat carbs again. That's a very different situation than if I tell you, hey, like, let's moderate things a little bit. Let's try and limit our eating out to maybe two or three meals a week. If you have to eat out more, let's keep in things that are simple for you to eyeball. Now we've got some control to take control of your results. It also allows you to make adjustments along the way. Does your no-carbohydrate diet understand that it's your son's first birthday and that the family is celebrating with birthday cake? Absolutely not. But understanding moderation, understanding how food works, you should be able to fit that stuff into your plan. And so when it comes to dieting protocols and while they're fa- why they're failing you, it's because they're leaving you with the stigma of you're either on the diet or you're on nothing at all. And so if you really want to learn how to finally take control of your results, you've got to take the time to learn how to eat and what matters. And I'm here to teach you that for free. Hit me up all about it. But more importantly, as I segue from talking about dieting and how to not diet yourself fat, it requires something that a lot of people do not understand. And that's a mindset shift of looking at the goals versus looking at who you have to become to reach the goals. And I've mentioned this before. Maybe not my podcast. I don't know. I just, I talk about it a lot because I have to say it to myself a lot. In order for you to reach something, you have to change some things in your current life. Some bigger changes than others. And that's why in the beginning of anybody's fitness journey, if you have a lot of weight to lose, especially, or you've got a lot of bad habits, every habit you knock off is going to create some kind of results. So the more you focus on just knocking one habit off at the time and refilling it with one better habit, the more successful you're going to be. But if you're constantly hanging up your results on just that one thing, I got to lose this weight, you're missing a huge piece of the puzzle. How do you feel? How's your sleep? How's your energy? How's your workouts feeling? How's your sex life? All of those things matter way more than just one number. Are you beating yourself up every time you have a Cheeto? Not that you should be eating Cheetos regularly, but that's all stuff that matters in terms of long-term sustainability. So 
And this is why I full-heartedly believe that people that can develop an athlete mindset can really become way more successful in their nutrition journey. Because it takes a lot of dedication to be an athlete. It takes a lot of trust in the process to be successful in any sport. And if you can learn how to harness that and apply it to yourself in your own fitness journey, in your own weight loss journey, you might find that you're so much happier. Suddenly you're not so depressed because you can't have a little bit of potato with your steak. Suddenly you're able to wake up in the morning and be like, wow, I actually really enjoy my breakfast. Suddenly when food is in front of you, that's full of carbs and fat, you don't feel like you're going to not be able to hold back and eat it all. You can have what you want and leave what you don't. Suddenly you can enjoy your holidays and not feel like you have to restart something on January 1st. And so that was really why I wanted to make this episode today. Because I know we're going into the end of the year. And I know the mindset of so many people right now is, oh, there's so many parties. I just need to take a break because I know that once this is all over, I can get started again on January 1st. And I'm here to tell you that you don't have to wait because you don't have to give up your life. You have to learn how to make your nutrition plan fit your lifestyle. Does that mean that you need to be dieting right now or losing weight right now? Maybe not. Does it mean that you should still be pretty good with your nutrition for the other reasons of your nutrition protocol? Absolutely. And it's also probably going to keep you on track for losing weight. A smart coach will be able to plan those things with you and work with you, teaching you how to prioritize specific parties and make sure that you're doing the right thing on the other days. So shorter episode today. I hope this resonated with some of you guys. If it did, please don't forget to shoot me a message, post it on your Instagram stories, and then hit me up with any questions or anything you guys want to hear about on my next episode. Until then, see y'all later.